Conversation and wisdoms, and then of course we got Pete. He probably gonna be leaving this thing today. I'm trying to do what I can do. Yeah, when you can do it, you know. Well, the reason that I'm, I'm leading this one out is I guess because it's been a you, you're seeing a lot going on at all sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the government, streets, the people, police departments, new rules coming about, and I want to talk about some of these rules later, but. What about the impact that it's having on the sports world right now? Mm, that's another angle. Big, big impact. You know, you always talk about the hard line drawn in the sand. And it's like, I think in sports you're seeing it more so than anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR. Yeah. NASCAR. 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 Yeah. I and I, I've been to a couple of races. They're dope. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's an experience, man. Like, it's crazy fun. Like, it's, it's a good time. And most of the people out there are cool. Hmm. Most people don't look like me. Hmm. But, I mean, I count them. Like, I see like six brothers there. I'm like, what's up, bro? <laughs> but <laughs> but everybody be on some cool. Like, everybody just really come see the cars and kick it and drink cheap beer in the stands and have a good time. And really and truly, it's a good time. Hmm. You know, I didn't really feel any static. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, I mean, even just having the Black Lives Matter car, um, just the whole nine. Like, the, the statement that some of these places these uh teams these uh organizations are making it's it's jeff bezos right amazon mm-hmm. you know hey, and do customize like man you're one customer i don't need homeboy i'm the rich i go cuss out the richest dude in the world what you gonna Not tell me that i think he said you know maybe like basically like hey this is one customer i i would not uh you know i don't mind, I don't losing. mind losing yeah because you don't represent our greater whole anyway. And nine times out of that ten. That should tell I'm, people where the money is. And I'm a stereotype. Come on now. That's why everybody making their moves the, right the now. money's with us. <laughs> and so I'm a stereotype. Mm-hmm. That guy probably don't buy shit on Amazon. But he had to jump on there and say something. He had to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's two cents in it, man. <laughs> but now. But it, it's cancel culture, though. You got to be careful, man. They will look, look silly. Yeah. They're going to cancel you immediately. Like, it don't take no time. So, let me ask you this, man. And uh listen to somebody else's show, and they talked about that today. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about this uh getting people fired stuff? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, how somebody say something on social media, and they'll, like, screenshot where they work, and they go straight, like, start writing their supervisors and jobs. Like, it's happening, like, daily. Oh, saying racist things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, the nigga should have died. And I was like, oh, shit. And then everybody... I mean... Yeah, honestly, with social media, you know, it's a fair, it's not, it's, we, this, we in the first, I'd say 10 year, 10 mm-hmm. year mark of true social media, right? Facebook, 07, 08 area, but this, we about 10, 12 years in. Yeah. A lot of stuff has went kind of like, kind of looked the other way when people say stuff on the internet, you know, certain internet bullies that say something or whatever like that. But now, like, I don't know, like, 
they paying the price now. Like the people that were saying all this stuff behind, you know, keyboards and mm. and they own home and they comfortable, you know, spaces. Yeah. And they didn't pay any prices, you know, because social media people didn't really take it too seriously. Now people take it super serious. Right. I mean, right. It's, it has it can affect how much money you bring in from a, you know, it affects the bottom line now for sure, for sure, for a lot of businesses. So, let alone just people. So yeah, I think it's long overdue to be honest with you. I think it's a great tool. You know what I'm saying? I think I mentioned in uh, in the last, you know, last week's podcast, it's great that we're in a situation where we can share information. But I think one of our biggest and best strategies as a black community is to fact check what we share to our networks. Man, like, because what if we're strategizing around the wrong thing? Again and again. Again and again. Misinformation. Man, like, yeah, we, like we live seriously. In that age. We I know. That age That's why I bring that up. The game of telephone, like a constant, <laughs> constant, constantly evolving game of telephone, and real, like super fast. Right. Like, mm-hmm. You know, so you people switch up stories and all kinds of stuff is going on. But as far as people getting fired, man, like for what yeah. they say on social media, it's long overdue. It's simple. Like people have been Here's saying racist. You know, comp had making racist statements behind keyboards for years. Oh, now they're getting mad that they're getting fired because okay. people checking them on that. Like, for, for real. Here's my thing, though. In 2020, mm-hmm. how heavy is your hate? Yeah, and why? That, that, wait, 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 wait. That this shit is going to happen to somebody next week. It's happening every day. People just get on there and just fly off and say some stupid shit. So, Still safe. next week. Let's just pick a day. Uh, the 18th. Mm-hmm. Right? Somebody's dumb ass is going to get on social media with their job posted and say some off-the-cuff shit. And somebody's going to see that oh, and run it up the chain. And then that company's going to have a statement that all the other companies have to say, we don't tolerate racism, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And this person is no longer employed with us. And honestly, I think half some of it's bullshit. Some of these people ain't going nowhere. Right. Many people ain't going nowhere, especially now you can work from they home. They just probably have to save face for, save for face. the greater good of their bottom line. But it's like, how stupid can you be to just do that again and again? Like, how hateful are you that you would get on, on a public forum and yeah. just say some just been some over-the-top yeah. hateful shit? But Something here's the deal. Brewing on it. They wouldn't say it right here. Because they get no. their monkey asses beat. That's why they're doing it, man. They got to release they it somehow. They say it right here. They got to release it somehow. Some go shoot. Some talk on the, on Twitter. Some talk on you know Instagram. They got to release it somehow. So if they want to do that and put their job at Jeopardy, that's on them. You know, that's can't, you know that's that's not my problem, man. As long as you don't say it in front of me, you know, we don't got no problems. And even if you do, you like, you know. Hey, you know what? I, I'll, take, I'll take the straight up racist. At least, yeah, be 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 real with it. Keep right? your black like, ass over there. And I'm gonna keep my white ass over <laughs> hey, there. You know what? Hey, cool. At least he was. He kept it. A, he kept it a beat. Like he kept don't it wave at me. Real. Don't talk to my kids. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And go on, go in your house and call me a nigga. Like if you that's, gonna be yeah, straight that's up, why. that's why. Be, like, yeah. be straight up. I'm good with that. I and and right we'll probably end up being great friends one day. Yeah. Cause I don't respect your space. It is what it is. And I'm still cool on me. Yeah. Drew Brees apologized. Had to. That's interesting. LeBron, LeBron humbly straightened them out. <laughs> so like this quick. said, so this what we doing? Yeah, I mean, like, he, I mean, I like the point. Really, the biggest point in his statement was the fact that you know he said his, uh, I think his stepfather. He said his stepfather was in the military, and I asked him if it was disrespectful people taking the knee. He was like, 
Nah, nah. <laughs> like, I feel the members are like, nah. People in the military don't care. Like, it, it's right and wrong. People are trying to make this, trying to blend stories and right. blend narratives. It's not about that. Like, it's simple, right from wrong. Like, <laughs> it's simple. Super simple, man. So, I don't know. But think about, like, right, let's take the 70s. Mm -hmm. You know, late 60s. We had guys like Muhammad Ali, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, you had uh, the brothers, forgive me for not remembering their names, but the brothers that uh, put their fist up at the podium. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had like select athletes that really spoke out. And the rest of the athletes, if they said something, it wasn't major. It wasn't like heavily documented or, mm -hmm. you know, fight. Like now we're seeing, it's, again, it's a line in the sand. Like these guys are passionate. They understand their platform. Yeah. They understand their privilege. Yeah. And hey man, yeah, hey, I, I, I got a thirty-two million dollar contract. Cops tried to rough me up last week. <laughs> we're not exempt out here. Yeah. You know, we're not exempt for sure. And so to see that is awesome. But yeah, Drew Brees, he yeah, man. he apologized, and I was like, man, you shouldn't have said shit. All them black people down there, man, you know, you should know and, better. And, and, and the world is like that. You've been here for ten now. years, bought a ring back. <laughs> Come on, man, how can you say? It is not seen any given Sunday. When Man. they stop blocking for Willie Beeman. That lets you Willie Beeman. <laughs> the thing is. Willie Beeman got his ass clapped. Because <laughs> they quit blocking for him. We got to fly. Yeah. Like, you can't afford that, man. Yeah. It's not a good look. But he apologized. And then he apologized again. And I'm like, bro, you still apologizing. Chill. Yeah. And then after he apologized, Donald Trump got on the social media. Mm -hmm. And, like, really patted him on the back and was like, hey, uh, you know, thank you for standing up for our flag and not buckling to the pressure. Uh, you know, BS Trumpy spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The princes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> the WWE, uh, Donald Trump. That's basically <laughs> what, the, what the exact was going on. But Drew Brees wrote him an open letter and corrected him. Mm. And told him I was wrong. And that is not what this is about. It's not about the flag. It is about the injustice. I mean, he, I don't know he wrote it himself, but whatever nah, it was. He had a publicist. Hey, publicist was on point. His name was signed to it. And it was directed straight at Donald Trump. Anything. That's anything. apology and action to me. That's yeah. Yeah. It's one thing to say, I'm action. sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's nothing to be like, the President of the United States backed me on my bullshit, and I'm about to it's correct this. It's a bad this. look. It's more of a bad look. It's a horrible yeah. look, yeah. but he still yeah. corrected it. He didn't have to. That's true. That's true. He could have let it ride. He really could have let it ride. I don't think so, no. I think, I mean, he couldn't have let that ride. With, with as many eyes on There's still a lot of eyes, but he didn't have to, he didn't have to do that. There's a lot of things he could have did different. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. I don't think he was in like a, um, he had to do that. Like that was like, okay, okay. It's a lot of, it's a lot of businesses, a lot of, I don't know, it's, it's been a lot of marketing towards like, have y'all have been on Netflix lately and seen just like how nah, much I'm marketing? Waiting on the, I'm waiting on the uh, Netflix to chill. Just as far, just as far as hey, marketing to the, the, the yeah. situation. She said, yeah. <laughs> But you go on there and they have and we special cut this show short. Uh, we got to go. Yeah. No, but what's... But I, no, seriously, I haven't yeah. checked out the new new stuff. Yeah, from like, Maybe you know, when you go and shop on Amazon, I'm pretty sure people have seen this. I mean, we mm -hmm. live in an advertisement age, but you're going... If you go shopping, you'll see, you know, why Black Lives Matter, like books oh, reading yeah. about this, read about like history about this, mm -hmm. and then Netflix got a whole special category about, well, this is what this means to be black here and all these documentaries. It's like... I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about how I feel about that in general. You're digging in over here on some dumb shit. Mm -hmm. You're fighting. You're fighting against racism, and not fighting to abolish it. Right. You're fighting to keep it.
Yeah. So if you're on you. this side of that revolution, yeah. you're going to lose. Yeah. And you're going to be buried with it. Yeah. And everybody's going to take account who said something, who said something negative, and who didn't say shit. It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. So it is. It's a money grab. It's, it's definitely a money grab. Super. But, hey, regardless, where there's a money grab, there's money, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And where there's money, a movement can happen. Yeah. It's true. It's all about who's, who's on the end of that getting that money mm-hmm. and you know who's able to capitalize off of their own uh, likeliness yeah. in that situation my dude PMC said man y'all boys too broke to go to war <laughs> you know like for yeah. real like but that's what it's been I mean you're trying to fight a war with you gotta have money to change the laws that's true you gotta have money to I mean it's yeah, a lot it's yeah. a lot you gotta, yeah, you yeah. gotta have a different kind of money it's like yeah. a lot it's baby steps but it is it will, you know eventually Hopefully everybody will wake up and well, it's happening. get to that point. It's happening now, though. That's, that's a good it's, it's thing. It's happening. So, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely paying attention, you know, but it, it, it's happening. This is definitely a revolution that we're in the middle of. Mm. What do y'all think about uh, defunding the police? I'm all for it. My, my stuff is, it, it's a lot to unpack, but yes. Like like the wise odd said at one point, pop them pockets. Yeah, that'll get some gift right now. Reward those who are doing what they're supposed to be doing. I heard some in regards to on the on a, uh, I, people know Stephen A. Smith. Um, mm-hmm. He had brought up a, um, a point. He said um, he thinks that any cop that does any kind of um, malicious crime essentially right. against anybody black, it should be a federal offense. Yeah, against the like against the the cop himself, like straight up, like automatically, straight up, like if it's verified, it's like crime. you know, it's a hate crime. Like, you yeah, know. so but, you know, you know what I think about that? If 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 there was no other agenda as to how they've operated since inception, and we all know they were purpose to mm-hmm. catch slaves and try to get free, get free, right? right? as an association from its foundation, if there was another agenda beyond that one or being a part of that one, they would impart federal laws. There is a reason why they are, look, they are going to push against that. uh, In where was that? um, It, it, I, I saw it today, fact checked it, but one of the things they're asking for is to decrease the immunity. Hmm. And and uh, Trump, in his statement, said that's probably going to be one that's not going to, we're not going to budge on that. What does that tell you? Oh, you know what it is. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I can't really, when it comes to Trump, mm-hmm. I can't really speak on a true agenda and him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's digging in, period. Yeah. He's going to dig in. So, yeah. I mean... He could have said about anything he wants to dig in about. So I don't even take that one as that deep. But I want to go real quick. I want to I want to bring it back to the defunding part. Yeah. I'm all for it. Okay. Let me give you a prime example. All right. Bobby, right? Bobby's in the street right now losing his shit. Mm-hmm. He's, he's screaming. He's talking to himself. He's pacing back and forth. He's kicked over a few mailboxes. Like Bobby is flipping the hell out. Mm-hmm. Right? We all live around Bobby. Mm. So we know that Bobby has schizophrenia. Uh, okay? Uh, and so, 911, call the police and say, hey, there's a guy, he's got schizophrenia, he's out here flipping out, 
It happens from time to time. We just need to calm them down. Who shows up? Who shows up? The police. The police. Right right. The police. So the and police show not up. Equipped to deal with the real. And issue. they don't know shit about schizophrenia because they're the cops. Behavioral health services. Don't know anything about they it. Just react. You know what I'm saying? And if they do, it's because they've experienced like with personal family members or something. But the average cop is not equipped to deal with somebody with schizophrenia. You are 100% So we send these cops in, and it doesn't happen all the time, but what happens sometimes? Hmm. Bobby gets his ass beat by the cops because he wouldn't comply. He wouldn't lay down and be still. Because hmm. Bobby's flipping the fuck out. Right. That's yeah, it. That's like, right. Bobby can't help it. Right. But we send all of this money to the police department to be the first responders. And the responders in our situation. Defund doesn't mean to completely wipe out. Just allocate it to a different area. Defund means to take a look at the money that we're spending and say, hey, would this be better suited? I mean, I'm not a fan of these these cops for the most part. I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I respect it? everybody for doing their job. I want to be clear about that. But just I've had enough situations with them that's like, hey. You Until the good like ones get rid of the bad ones, y'all look alike to me. What's the just like, I, just like we all look alike to y'all. Hang on real quick. Hang on. So, I don't think that we should just wipe them out completely. Mm -hmm. But we do have all these responsibilities that we've given them. And all those responsibilities come with money. So, of course, the police department's like, yeah. And these cops have budgets way above what they're getting paid. We're talking about millions and millions of dollars in funding from all these different groups that are paying cops to be first responders when we can pay these social workers more. We can have a task force for social workers to go out there and actually get people, help them and do what needs to be done. Rather than this person ended up in handcuffs, right. flipping the fuck out in the back of a police car. And then, so that's what I'm saying when I say defund the police. It makes all the sense in the world. That's what's up. I, I respect the disputes. 100%. I mean, we have plenty of counselors out here on call. Mm -hmm. We have life coaches. We have all these different people's certifications. I'm not saying they walk into a hostile environment. Right. But if you have a husband and wife and ain't nobody beating each other's ass, they just yelling at each other and the neighbors call, guess what? It should be a different kind of phone call. Yeah, and not only that, like, hey, that person should show up and de-escalate, do yeah. their job. Not, not, not destroy the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, yeah. yeah, end up in handcuffs and busted over the head, like, so that's what I'm saying, like, there's a lot of different ways mm -hmm. that we can reallocate funds. I mean, I'm pretty sure this police department has a tank or two or three. Mm -hmm. A tank. For what? We have a population of 45, 50,000 people in the city. Mm -hmm. We don't need a tank. Correct. So, again, little stuff that, yeah, give it to the county. But they need to go back and really, really look at how they're allocating these funds. So, I am all for defunding because I think it's going to create better jobs for better people who are more equipped Qualified. to do the jobs that need to be done yeah. that they're asking these police to do. Amen. <laughs> And that way they can get back to just writing tickets and arresting the bad guys. Correct. <laughs> like, for real. I'm perfectly cool with that. Yeah. Shout out to the social workers. Shout out to the licensed professional counselors. Shout out to uh, anybody working in behavioral health. That yeah. is, um, listen, man, y'all are needed. <clears throat> y'all are needed. And um, that's one field that's, that's going to keep growing because... Hell, look at all this trauma that's occurring to masses of people yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay? That's the part That's the part of the conversation they don't need to forget while they're trying to talk about, you know, X, Y, and Z to the police. 
They need to reallocate the those things to yep. people that are skilled to take care of it and actually better the population right. health wise. The duty and the money. Yeah. So yeah, defund. Hmm. There's okay. some things that I mean, hey man, I'm not saying take the guns away. I'm not saying any of that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be a cop out there with a damn uh, flashlight and some and some mace. I see you. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely get that part. But like I said, a lot of the things that they are getting paid to do, mm-hmm. let's really go back in and simplify the job so they can be great at what they do right. rather than being spread out doing all this crazy shit and get rid of the bad guys. Get rid on, of the bad on, guys. On the, on the squad or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like for real. Like Crooked cops trying to hit quota, boy. And I, I think the biggest thing they can do, and man, this, oof. I'm scared to say this on record, but mm. it is what it is. I ain't no punk bitch. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, disband the police union. Mm. That's the last bastion of the bullshit. I think, I think the local departments can figure it out with the states and, and the city and the government, but, man, it's police unions. I mean, that's why these guys are shooting people, getting fired, and getting a job in Florida. Or getting bailed out, like one yep. of the four men got recently that uh, that was a, game, a part man. of George Floyd's death. It's, it's a game. <clears throat> it's the, no different than if somebody posted a homie a post bail for you, be like, "Hey, look, he got you, bro." Like, yeah. it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's just they do it on a legal level. <laughs> and because I'm, I'm gonna need like checkups, right? Like, I'm gonna need like a year from now. I need to get online <laughs> and, and see Chauvin's ass in, in a cell walking around in circles. Like, I, I need insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because yeah, to not. me, it's like they get them in, they book them, and walk their ass right out the back door. Yeah. For it real. would not surprise me. It's crazy, man. You know what those guys did when uh, they pushed down that old man? I forgot uh, what what state that was in. Mm-hmm. And cracked his head open. Oh, I think it was like 52 cops or 57 cops quit that special task force. They didn't quit being cops. That's the headline. Like, that's, that's the clickbait. Right. But they did, like, within that force, there was a special task force that they were on. They all quit. Hmm. Because those two guys got in trouble for pushing that old man down. And so they stood behind those two guys. Like, okay, now you, I think it's like, hey, this is going too far. <laughs> this is the R line in the sand. I'm like, your boy just pushed down this old dude. Man. 50, 52 of y'all ain't got enough common goddamn sense to say, hey, that was wrong. <laughs> y'all quit. That's when you know we dealing with different. Man, it's a different kind of game. This is a different. <laughs> I keep saying it, but this is a different type of principality we dealing with at this point in time. That's just crazy. People willing to do that, go through all that. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm. It's interesting times we're living in, man. But I, I'm I'm curious to see. Uh, I'm scared, but I'm just curious to see like. <laughs> Two months from now, where we at? COVID, COVID numbers are spiking again. Yeah, you know, are we going to shut down again? Like, what's what's good? Like, what's good? Like, what's really about to happen? As far as the as far as the stuff going on right now, all the energy right that's happened because of the, you know George Floyd and the whole situation. If two months from now, mm-hmm. you know, we go back to normal. And, and stuff isn't different. What do you sit and say about that? We're not gonna go back to normal. We, we we can't go back to normal. That's what I don't think people are wrapping their heads around that. What's it uh, saying? The time is now. Yeah. Like for any and everything, mm-hmm. 
Like this wave is so big, and it's been building, right? Mm. I mean, you it's coming in gay rights, right? Right. Yeah, gay rights. It happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to face it. You had to look at them face. It happened. Mm. Boom. Women's rights. That wave is getting bigger and bigger. You know, women's rights. Hey, we getting equal pay. Mm. This and that. Yada yada yada. Don't grab my ass when I walk by and think it's okay. Like all these different things. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that wave got bigger. Right. And then it's like police brutality. Mm-hmm. It's here. Wave gets bigger. And in the midst of police brutality, we end up being, because of the shit that went down and how it went down, mm-hmm. we end up being face-to-face with racism, like, yeah. on a hard line in the sand. So that wave is huge. That is. It's getting ready to crash the beach. And when it's a tsunami, and it's going to completely change the landscape of the United States forever. So there's, there's no more back to normal. And not to mention, COVID gives everybody time to actually be able to process. <laughs> be able to process, it's like, for real. Out. That's true. It's all good points. To, to see it I just feel like sometimes we always go back to our normal ways even after I mean there's been plenty of times that stuff has happened and people have done things but this does feel a little bit different in general this feels a lot different I like, feel what you're but, saying though you know what I'm saying like yeah. people go back to they, the regular ways because it's programmed for years right you have a two three month period of time versus 15 to 18 years of what people been used to right yeah then stuff goes back Propaganda starts moving away from the narrative that right. was there. Because the propaganda is there right now, right? Correct. Because it's lucrative. It's hot right now. It's hot. Mm-hmm. But what, what's going to happen when it's not hot? Yeah. These people control, control. you know, what's going on with the marketing and stuff like that. So I'm not saying that I wanted to not. Of course I wanted to be able to keep going. Mm-hmm. But I just know from a mentality standpoint, a lot of people go back to the, the habits that they had before, you know, prior. You know, I just hope people don't do that. But... There's, there's no choice. That's why I, I call this, you know, the proverbial line in the sand. I mean, like, like truly in all things. Because hmm. like even if you want to chill, somebody, I mean, get your ass up, man. Hey, we marching today. Like, we're protesting. We're doing it like you're not going to be able, again, if you're going to really sideline this mm-hmm. and say nothing, black, white, it don't matter what color you are. Mm-hmm. Ain't no room for sideliners, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a guy that, uh, and KC that we were talking to. You know, <laughs> uh, Key's cousin asked, like, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, man. Ain't my problem. I almost choked. I said, nigga, what? <laughs> Uncle Ruckus, where are you? And it wasn't even an Uncle Ruckus situation. I, I know, I know, but I still. But I was just like, man. But it, it was it was, it was, was real mm-hmm. to hear how some people feel. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm six-something years old, man. It like that's a you know rub his arm that's a that's a black issue that's not my personal issue like, you black <laughs> you know what I'm saying and he gave his address hey they come to my address you know it's a whole different story man but it's for them youngsters man I'm, I'm cool mm. but I remember my dad used to get so mad I mean, even before all this like when people was, you know like oh Dr. Martin Luther King like dude none of these he's uh I ain't say but anyway like these people didn't give a damn about Martin Luther King mm. He like these black churches that oh they got pictures of Martin Luther King on all their fans. He like they wouldn't let them in the door. I, I remember reading that somewhere. They would not like nah I man you coming we got they a good thing want, here. We got they stay on their side. Mm-hmm. We stay on our side. If we cross the tracks, yeah, they will hit us like in the head that, with bricks. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot different. When you taking the precaution to be able to not even associate yourself with the image of somebody going against the grain, like that's ridiculous. 
it's your own and it's your own people like that's yeah that's crazy I didn't hear that but back then though and that was a scary mentality but at the same time the fear was we're it people out here protesting today it's a whole different group than what it looked like back then oh yeah yeah for sure and like I said I think I said on the lab podcast I shouted out some people you know but it's like you know freedom riders uh, all those people but it's like still Today is masses and masses of all different races that are tired of this shit. And that's why mm-hmm. it's different this time. And that's why I feel it's the furthest that we've definitely been in my lifetime. And dare I even say the furthest that we've probably ever been in the form of civil rights. We still have a long way to go. But again, when we can get rules and legislation in place and major to deal with these issues. To, you know. That's true. Because they're part of the problem. They're, I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah, yeah. Cor- corporate, yeah. Well, yeah. corporate America is part of the problem with the police. Mm-hmm. Right? Because corporate America wants to come to a certain area and make a bunch of money. Right? So they show up. And if anything gets in the way of them making that money, hmm. they don't get paid. Right. So what do they do? Hey, they put more money into the police departments to go over here and clean up the streets. Literally. That's what they call it. Clean up the streets. And so they pay these police departments. Police will come in. Uh, busting heads. I mean, they do some good. Get rid of some dope house and stuff like that. But there's going to be a handful of innocent people, or more than a handful of innocent people, who get caught up in the bullshit from that. Guaranteed. Hmm. This has been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Just trying to go home or something. <laughs> you know, like for real. You look familiar. <laughs> Willis Johnson. No, I'm not Willis Johnson. <laughs> you look like Willis Johnson to me. Mm. Get your ID and as soon as you reach for your ID, pow! crazy some bullshit yeah. so yeah it, it's so corporations need to do their job mm-hmm. and respect our neighborhoods like for real I appreciate you standing with us and, and your statement that's great but respect our neighborhoods yeah you don't want to see crime anymore hey give us jobs I tell you, go go to the hood hood like the hood for real for those that don't understand this and tell me where you can work out there it's tough. Tell me where you can work. Like, we live in suburbia. And I don't give a damn for work at a gas station, flip burgers, uh, work at the grocery store, work at the local bank. There are all kind of jobs out here mm-hmm. that I can walk to. Yeah. In the hood, ain't shit. You got a corner store owned by the Koreans, right? And you got some liquor stores that are probably owned by Koreans. And then, that's it. That's it. That dynamic is changing in some whatever people would call the hood. I mean, like community. Like some some people might consider where I grew up the hood. But that's, I'm not but, talking. But that's what I'm saying. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm talking about like places where crime is high. Correct. Because there ain't shit else for you to do but to sell drugs or whatever. Correct. To make any kind of money. Correct. That's, I mean, I think it felt like that. Yeah. And if where I'm from, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but then you have people that come in in the community and rebuild. You know, they build it. For sure. Like, I'm, you know, this particular street in Kansas City, that whole little, like, like multiple blocks, black families. Black families, including the street, my grandmother, your great-grandmother, grew, you know, Mm -hmm. our 
you know, grew up on. Right. No, for sure. You had somebody that knew the banker, the every every possible service. Now sure. it wasn't like on the scale of Tulsa, but they depended on each other. Yeah, they had a close knit community. So I see that coming back to your point, but um, I mean it's crazy, but that's that's one aspect of it. I mean, it's a huge aspect, and then you look at the ones that are being rebuilt that aren't like. It ain't us moving back in. Right. And again, yeah, just for case. For sure. Mm-hmm. So again, who makes sure that the crime goes away? Yeah. Right? Who comes into that community that's been doing the same thing it's been doing for the last 25 years and starts handing out jaywalking tickets? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like really getting people out of the streets, making people uncomfortable because people are moving in, people are spending money, the tax rate's going up, and now you got people who can't even afford to live in a house that they... They pay for it. They can't afford the taxes. It's crazy. Like it's it's crazy. And and coming from where coming from where we come from where we come from. I mean, it's a lot of people got different situations in the city as well. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean by is it gonna be any different? Right? It could be different for me and you. That sitting, you know. We got stuff rolling in, and you know, stuff is not nice and cool. You could take a nice little vacation. But I'm talking about the people that's really on the ground, you know, right? That's yeah. in the situation where like, ain't no stores going to be built overnight. Yeah, no it's not going to be overnight, but here's the you deal: it can happen. And so it, that's why oh, it's possible. Yeah. That's, well, that's why I say it's different because, again, what I just said, people are recognizing that now. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And go get a job. There are no jobs over there. How many people really? <laughs> how, how many people end up doing it? Right. When it comes to money, when it comes to putting money up, it's cool to march in the street. It's cool to be able to put. And this is I want this to be heard. It's cool to march in the street, and it's cool to, you know, it's, I mean, whatever, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to let off rage, whatever you do, if you tear up something, that's on you. But and, and people can easily be able to, you know, send stuff behind the phone. But when it comes to building stuff yeah. in a, in the neighborhoods where we know it matters, where they right. we know in the eighties it was already torn up intentionally. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many people really go in there and actually do that. Let's yeah, see how many yeah. people actually do with what I'm talking about us. I'm, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the people who who gave well, like, the pill and then they said we're gonna give you the solution as well. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about we talking about people that come in and actually want to turn it around. But that's, that's not an saying. overnight situation. It's not an overnight situation for sure. But there are still people that are doing it and making it happen. Like, I know a guy that uh put a major grocery store in South Dallas. That's hard. That's what I'm saying, like yeah. a, a real grocery store, right? because they go into these small stores, everything's dented up, it's jacked up, and it's over, it's overpriced, right? Yeah. And, and but again, I, I'm, I'm only talking about the hood right now because, like, that's where you see a nucleus of the police violence. That's yeah, that's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, and that's because these corporations are coming in, and to your point, say, hey, yeah. we want to put something here, so it's a oh, it's a long process, and so they drive up, they drive up the price of everything. The more things that they can, it's a monopoly. The more things they can put, you put, hey, if you got one house on this block, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to tax you. You know, it's going to cost you $50. But we put a hotel on this block? Oh, yeah, you owe me six fifty, buddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every yeah. time you swing through. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they want to clean up, quote, unquote, streets around it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like I'm saying, so that's why you end up with these bad police situations because they're just coming in and just trying to, yeah. They're working for the corporations. Yep. Exactly. So the corporations really give a shit like they say they give a shit. Show us. 
In that's, prime. That's gonna be a hell of that's gonna be a hell of a move, a chess move if it's done. In prime. Yeah. If it's if, in but, major crimes. And you can do it. Crime is always gonna be here. But let's let's get rid of major crimes. And that can be done with an influx of money in the neighborhoods where they quote unquote call crime ridden. Which is predominantly, you know. Yeah, so next time some asshole wants to bring up black on black violence, hey, put your money where your mouth is since you give a shit. Man. So after there's a march and, and everything like that and all these people bashing the corporations, they actually end up doing it, hopefully. Because if that does happen, then yeah, then you can see some real change. But if the inner cities where the main <laughs> problems actually happen, and yeah. that that's... It, that's why I brought the point up about, man, is it really going to really be a change? It might be a change for people. It's different when you got people like, you have a whole demographic of people who have been suppressed in inner city neighborhoods because of circumstances. So we this get is, rid of the redlining. Like, seriously, like, like, we truly get rid of the redlining, right? Mm-hmm. I may not enjoy success, but my family will. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the redlining. Now, for the 80-year-old grandma, mm-hmm. is that going to help her? No. no. But for her grandkids or her great-grandkids, will that help them? Definitely. Mm-hmm. They can stay in the same neighborhoods and have access to decent schools yeah. and all that other stuff. You know, y'all come from, you know, Kansas where it's different, like state-funded schools, right? You still have your school districts, but you still have, like, our stuff is strictly based on zip code. Mm-hmm. That's why a, the selling point in Texas is the school district. Mm-hmm. You know, because if your kids go to this school district, you got to put them in private school. Mm-hmm. We have lots of money over here. And education is a part of it. That's why our high school and some of these inner city high schools look way different. Mm. And we're talking about a major city, like their school should be set. Mm-hmm. But they haven't done shit to them since the 70s. That's crazy. So where, it's, uh, it's, where it starts, man. It's been an interesting week. It's been a week, but I see things changing. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's not going to happen overnight. We don't live in a microwave society, right. unfortunately. Even we do. But that is something that, I mean, you're talking about turning around a cruise boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, that's, you know. That's good. It takes a minute to do so. But once it once it turns around, it's turned around. Mm-hmm. On that note. Keep fighting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a revolution. For sure. And then next week, you know, we'll be back. Our 25th episode of season two. Nice. It's hard. On Friday, mm-hmm. June 10th. June 19th. That's our anniversary for the podcast. So that's going to be it's interesting. A for me. It's a holiday for us. Yes, indeed. It's a holiday for us. Indeed. So. It will be a holiday for us every time. Oh, yeah. But that's why my family union used to be on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because it was uh, Father's Day. Like, nah, it was Juneteenth weekend. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Stay up, good people. We'll be back at it next week. Keep it gangster. Sometimes it's hard to get along